Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Crystal O'Keefe. Today, I am lucky enough to be joined by Allison Feller, and we are discussing outdoor gear during cold weather. Allison is known as Allie on the top-ranked podcast for runners called Allie on the Run. She's also a race announcer for the New York Road Runners, the TCS New York City Marathon, and Millennium Running. And of course, also a freelance runner and editor covering health, fitness, nutrition, dance, and wellness, and a regular contributor to Women's Health, Well and Good, Self.com, Shape.com, Life by Daily Burn, Dance Spirit, Dance Magazine, and more. You are a busy lady. Thank you so much yeah. for joining. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. It's always nice to get to chat with you. You too. You too. So today, obviously, we're talking about cold weather gear. So if I wanted to go out run run outside and it's cold, I can just throw some joggers on a winter coat on, right? No, Totally. But you're not going to enjoy your run. And the number one thing that I care about is that if people are running, it's because they love it and enjoy it and want to be out there. And for me, dressing is the easy part. It seems really complicated, and I'm sure we will get into this. But if you're wearing the right gear, you're going to have a far more enjoyable run. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Running is kind of always hard, right? (laughs) Running is never easy, but always feels good to have it done. (laughs) Totally. And if you dress the part, you're not going to be freezing one mile in. You're going to ease in. You're going to feel good. So, yes, I care a lot about making sure that people do whatever they can to make running enjoyable. And there are things we can control. We can't control the weather, but we can control how we dress for it. Okay. So I'm a runner who's never run outside in the cold. What kind of considerations do I need to think about? Sure. So layers are going to be key. Layers are super important that way. Hey, if you do get really warm, you can strip them off. You're always going to want to look at the real feel. And, you know, it's so silly. I always say like, oh, look at the weather. Check the weather. You can also just step outside, right? And like see how it feels. That's true. But it's always going to seem colder than it will be when you're running. So you always want to dress for a little bit warmer than the temperature actually is, right? If it's cold out, when you step out the door before you've started running, you're going to be cold. And maybe for the first half mile or the first few minutes, you might be cold. The goal is that once you're easing into the run, you're comfortable, that you're not overheating, but you're not freezing either. So check the temperature and plan accordingly. And I'm sure we'll get into how to plan. But yeah, the first thing is just know that it is cold and don't let that scare you either. Just because it's 30, 20, whatever degrees people measure as cold, right? Like if people from California are listening, they're like 60 degrees is cold. Right. Whereas I'm in New Hampshire and I'm like, no, like negative 10 isn't too bad. Like that's doable. (laughs) So right. Cold is relative to everyone. But cold isn't necessarily a reason to not get out and run. So I like people to keep that in mind, too. Don't let the weather kill the motivation that you have. If you're motivated to get out there, we're going to get you out there. So when you say planning, what goes into the planning? I mean, you can't just wake up the day of a run and decide I'm going to go outside and run if you don't have the gear. So you you need to know what you need, but you don't know what the temperature is going to be. So how how do we do this? Right. Yeah. So everyone's body is really different, right? Like I know that for me, my legs are good to go. I don't usually need to layer up my legs. They're moving when I'm running. Some people, their legs get really cold. So everyone is different as with anything in running, right? Everything is personal. I know that for me, my legs are okay. I actually will run in shorts until it's about 30 degrees out. In the past, 20 degrees was my threshold and I'm getting softer as I get older. So (laughs) now I'm in the pants a little bit earlier. Some people's ankles get really cold. If you're someone whose ankles get really cold, let's make sure that your pants either 
come down to your ankles or you've got socks that are going to come high enough like women's pants right they're big on seven eighths length yes yes i don't know why give me eight out of eight right right right. so there's that little bit of skin that shows and i have a lot of friends who are like i come back and that bit of skin is like frostbitten or it is raw or it is red for me my little bit of skin does okay but if it's really cold or if it's windy which is a whole other factor we can get to i might want to make sure that that is covered so high socks or pants that come all the way down on the top half layering so i wear a sports bra that is actually more like a crop top so it's a little bit longer at the bottom then i usually will have on a thin long sleeve that is a technical shirt right so it's breathable but it's also warm it is made for performance and then my top layer is either going to be a running jacket or a running vest i love a vest my husband hates a vest i live for vests because again my arms are moving as i'm running and any body part that is moving is a little bit less likely to get super cold so if my arms are pumping as i'm going my arms are going to be okay so i like a vest so that my arms can breathe a bit yeah two other key factors for me good gloves or mittens and something good for your head whether it's an ear warmer or a hat i do a hat if it's very very cold otherwise an ear warmer will usually suffice and gloves you want good gloves or mittens and then this is my like if it's really 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 cold my extremities get cold first my fingers and my toes hot hands hand warmers just like when you're going skiing or if you have a long day outside i've been swearing by hot hands on the run because then that also does eliminate that half mile i was talking about where you're just getting out the door if your hands are really really warm like in a fire type of warm that first half mile especially will be a lot more tolerable versus waiting for that real shift in like i'm really cold i'm less cold i'm okay i'm done so i find that the hot hands ease the transition of getting out the door because they're toasty yeah yeah okay now wait layers that sounds great and all but like what do you do with the layers okay you said you get warm okay now you want to start taking things off but like you can't tie a vest around you so what are you doing with the vest what's happening yeah so i usually so this is the key differential for me between the vest and the jacket i rarely need a full jacket i will be in my vest until it's about 20 degrees below 20 and i'm gonna bust out the jacket because a lot of jackets that are made for cold weather running they're like arctic running they're gonna keep you really really toasty so unfortunately there's not some wizardry like magical response to like i want to take my vest off honestly yesterday i was running and i was overdressed because the day before had been 20 and windy which is very cold yesterday it was like 34 and no wind and i dressed the exact same and i was hot on my run but i would rather be hot than cold yes so There's also that reality, right? We're not always going to get it right. Wind is a major factor. That for me is the biggest factor in winter running. Snow for me is fine. You know, a little bit of flurries. That's actually beautiful. Wind is the one that's going to get me and that's going to make a 20 degree day feel like a negative 10 degree day. So wind is the big one. I would rather be warm than cold. And it takes practice. Like if we're talking to a brand new runner who's just getting out the door in the cold for the first time, you might not nail it. And you might not nail it the second time. I've been running for more than a decade and I messed it up yesterday. (laughs) I still mess it up, especially early in the season when it's like, wait, I was running in shorts last week, but now there's snow on the ground. I know I have to change it up, but I don't remember how. Usually for me, the first two weeks of winter are a total crapshoot. And I'm like, (laughs) I didn't get it right any day this week. 
but you practice and you figure it out. And by the time you have a few runs where you're perfectly dressed, it's springtime and you do it all (laughs) over again. So that is the reality though. I talk about it with my running friends all the time. We all have that seasonal adjustment where we totally forget how to dress, even though we've been doing this for 15 years. Oh, that's funny. I mean, I'm glad it's not just me, you know, because I I do. I try. I think, oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. But you're right. Wind makes such a big difference. And wherever you are, depending on how much humidity is in the air, like whether or not it is snowing or maybe we get a lot of ice here in the Midwest. And that's that's another question I have for you. But if you are dealing with wind, you know, you said that makes it feel colder. Are there special precautions, special planning you do for those days? Wind, I do. I dress warmer. This is so silly. But if I know it's really windy, part of me wants to run with friends because it'll make it more tolerable. But it's also very hard to do that because wind makes my face freeze and I can't move my mouth. And so we'll be a couple miles in and I'll try to talk. And I realize like I'm not making words. And that's when you just have to roll with it and be like, running is silly, isn't it? (laughs) So yeah, that's where I think that judging the real feel on whatever your weather app is, instead of just looking at the temperature, look at the real feel and base it off that. And just know if it's a cold day, you're going to be cold when you step out the door. Your first mile, you're going to be cold. No matter how you dress, you're never dressing like you're going to pick out a Christmas tree, ideally. You're not wearing furry boots and your big you know, knee length puffer coat. You're just not. And so you're going to be a little cold, but you want to be a little cold at the beginning so that you get to warm up and the majority of your run is comfortable. If you dress for mile one and you're like, I want to make sure that I am warm when I step out the door, mile two, three, four, five and beyond, you're going to be overheating. You're going to be hot. You're going to be throwing that vest on someone's front yard and never getting it back. (laughs) So you have to know that part of running in colder temperatures is a little bit of discomfort. That doesn't mean pain. That doesn't mean suffering. But just knowing that, yeah, you might be a little chilly in the first mile or so, the first 10 minutes, but it gets better. Okay. So you don't have to like have special separate gear for windy days. Just make it warmer. Like it doesn't need to be, I don't know if there's some kind of like wind thing you put on. That's what I was. (laughs) (laughs) I like that you gestured to your head. I don't have a wind hat. (laughs) I mean, they certainly make jackets that are for to bite against wind, you know? We look back at the 80s and 90s. Literally, they called them windbreakers. They did. That they did. Those are out there. And I think they're chic as hell. I'll wear one. (laughs) I think they're cute. (laughs) I also personally am just happier in a vest that's a little bit puffy, that's nice and insulated and warm, and my long sleeve shirt. So I personally don't do anything to fight the wind. A lot of runners, I'm sure, do. I think the best tip for fighting wind is pick a taller friend to run with and drive. <laughs> Stand by behind, walk, run right yeah. behind him. As long exactly. as you can keep up, that works. <laughs> totally. As no, long I'm... as they don't mind you clipping their heels a little bit, right. but you'll be fine. You'll still be friends at the end. <laughs> Especially since they can't talk to you because their mouths are frozen. Exactly. <laughs> what about on ice? Do you get ice in New Hampshire? We do. We get a lot of black ice in the mornings. And I run at 5 a.m. when it is very dark. And I have a big black ice So do I. And like here in Missouri, and maybe this happens everywhere, I don't know. It's like it'll get up to 60 degrees. And so everything melts. Right. But then the next day it's icy and you can't tell that it's icy until you start running and then you find out the hard way. So what do people do? (laughs) Well, your timing is great. Last week I fell on my butt in my driveway. Oh, no. Um, Yeah. I went out for a run. They say you never regret a run, but I ran on it was last Thursday and we had snow and sleet and ice, but it was the morning. And we had gotten snow the night before. And I was like, well, our driveway is a mess, but the roads will be fine. No, the roads were not fine. And every mile I kept saying, 
Well, once I get onto this road, it'll be better. Once I get onto this road, my entire run was brutal. Biggest tip, avoid it. Honestly, I know that's not always possible. Now, and I'm very lucky, I have a treadmill. I have the Peloton treadmill in my basement. And so I do have an option. I came back from that run and my husband was like, you know, we have a machine (laughs) that could have avoided this. I was like, you know, I have an ego and I couldn't bring myself to turn around. But honestly, no weather conditions are worth injuring yourself over if there is ice. I will not run in sleet. I will not run in freezing rain. Like, I don't think it's wise to be one of those runners who's like, there's no such thing as tough weather, only tough people. Is that a phrase? I, I think I, so. I know where you're going with it. I don't I don't yeah. need exact words. But yeah, don't stop no matter what is the gist. Yeah. And I'm not about that. If it's dangerous outside, I'm not running. If the roads are frozen, I'm not risking like what's the best case scenario that I don't come home injured. But it's also possible that I could slip and fall and hurt any part of my body. And that's going to take me out of running for a long time. So I don't mess with ice. Uh, black ice is tough because you don't always know it's there. And that's why it's sneaky. If there's snow on the ground, a lot of people swear by things like yak tracks, which are things that you attach to your shoes for traction. So a lot of people will use those. Those are really more for snow than for ice. They can help you on the ice. But like you said, black ice, you don't know it's there. It's really sneaky, especially if it's dark out. It's scary and it's hard to catch yourself once you start to slip. And so I also, I mean, I wear a headlamp when I run in the mornings, obviously in the winter, especially reflective gear is super important and making sure that you have visible lights. But I will, and this is terrible for my posture, but I will really run with my head tilted down so that my headlamp is at the road right in front of me. Normally I want it a little bit further out. Like I want to see what's coming. If the roads are even a little bit gnarly, I'm looking directly down and shining that light right in front of me so that I can see any little shiny patch on the road. And slowing down. I mean, if the weather is isn't ideal, whether it is wind, whether it is ice, snow, whatever it is, don't make that your PR day. Let yourself take that run easy. If you get out the door, which I love that for you, go easy. That run that I had, I was running about two minutes per mile slower than my normal pace just because, hey, I was still outside. That's a win. That's a good thing. But I wasn't trying to break any records. I wasn't trying to do anything magical. So if you're out there and the road is shiny or slick, slow down. Don't, you know, don't be a hero. I, that is fantastic advice. Absolutely. Sometimes we need to hear us go-getters need to hear, you know, it's OK. Every day doesn't have to be go hard. So it's good. Yeah, now, exactly. When it comes to all this gear, do you like buy? Are there certain brands that you swear by or is it like dealer's choice? Whatever, you know, <laughs> As long as it has certain kind of fabric, you're good. Or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, we're at a place here in 2021, almost 2022, where pretty much every brand in the market is making good quality stuff. If they've stuck around this long, they're making good products. So whether you like Brooks or Adidas or Lululemon, they're all pretty credible and they're all making great gear for year round running. I personally, and I will disclose, I am a Lululemon ambassador, but Long before I was, I swore by Lululemon. Their quality is exceptional. To me, it can't be beat. The stuff that I've bought is years old and I'm still wearing it today. So I love that if I buy new stuff, it's because I want it, not because I need it, which is a terrible (laughs) habit of consumerism. But truly, the Swiftly long sleeve shirt is my number one long sleeve running shirt. It is super thin, and it's warm. I love that one. Tracksmith makes a lot of really great gear for running outdoors in the colder temperatures. So yeah, I mean, I wouldn't 
layer cotton t-shirts. I don't think that's really going to help you. But I do think that if you're going with a reputable brand in the running or endurance sports space, I think there's a lot out there for you to choose from. And it comes at varying price points. You know, Lululemon's going to be on the higher side of that. But you can walk into a TJ Maxx or Marshall's and find some great stuff there too. So it doesn't have to be the fanciest. It doesn't have to be the most expensive. It doesn't have to have every bell and every whistle. You can find stuff that isn't top of the line, but that will do the job. That's good to know because, yeah, I know it can get very expensive. And people will say, you know, well, running's not expensive. You just go out and run. But it can, if you buy all the things, it can quickly add up because there's a lot of gadgets and gizmos. So that's great to know. Focus on what it does for you, not necessarily the price point. That's awesome. And how you feel. You want to be comfortable. If you're going to have three layers on top, you want them to fit well. You want them to not be bulky. You don't want to have like sloppy stuff. And I don't like all I mean by that is you want it to fit you well. You want it. You just want to be comfortable, just like with running shoes. There's no one magic shoe for every runner. What feels good? What feels good on your foot? What feels good on your top half? Just what feels good and Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I like stuff that's cute. I don't mind saying that. I feel better and happier. If I'm getting up at 4.30 in the morning and I'm getting dressed, it helps a lot if my stuff is hot pink. So (laughs) that's just a little motivation factor for me. But I do think it's important to like what you're putting on, whether you like how it looks, feels or performs. I do think that's important. I totally agree. I am all about the happy colors. That makes me feel a lot better about my workout. It gives me something to look forward to. I might be known for buying more than I need just because I like to have all the options of pretty colors. So I'm saying, I mean, look at the wall behind me. Like you're in good company. (laughs) I'm glad we think alike there. Yeah. (laughs) Any other tips for cold weather outdoor running that people need to know that we haven't covered. I can't think of anything to ask. (laughs) I mean, I think the biggest is don't let it totally scare you. Okay, It's okay if ice scares you. It's okay if sleet and freezing rain and hail scare you. I am not saying go run in a hailstorm. I actually think that's a terrible idea. I mean, if you need to, I guess wear a helmet, but (laughs) I really don't think that's a great idea. But don't let if your normal running temperature is 60 and now you're seeing 30 out there, don't let it scare you because there's a lot that's wonderful about cold weather running. I'm actually much faster in the cold versus the heat. I find that I tend to feel pretty good in the winter once I get through that first mile. So just know you might not get the outfit right every time. You might get out there and the wind is going to smack you across the face and you're going to hate it. That's all part of this very silly sport that we love so much. So just don't be scared and don't let weather keep you inside for the next five months or six months or two months, however long. We're in New Hampshire, so it could be anywhere between one and nine months here. But uh, (laughs) don't let it scare you. If running is something that you love to do, get outside and do it. Wonderful advice. Allie, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, Before we go, please remind everyone where they can find you. Absolutely. Uh, The Allie on the Run Show podcast, wherever you listen and subscribe to podcasts, you can also find it on my website, which is Allie on the Run blog. Dot com. I am on Instagram and Twitter at Allie on the Run One, and I'm in the Allie on the Run Show Best Running Friends Facebook group. Can you tell I say that like a hundred times a day? Yeah, but you said it so nicely, so smooth, <laughs> so smooth. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me, Crystal. I always love getting to chat with you. This has been such a treat. It has been for me as well. 
for our guests. That's all today. If you want to learn more about this topic or, or about MetPro in general, please check us out at MetPro.co. You can find the MetPro method wherever you find your podcast. Please be sure to rate and review. I'm Coach Crystal with MetPro, and I will see you next week. Until then, remember, consistency is key. Uh-huh.